what does cake decorating, diaper cakes, writing, and web design have in common? Well, all of these are activities that have once brought me joy, but quickly turned into a burden once I transformed them from a hobby into a hustle. Learn more on this episode of Filtered Perceptions. You're listening to Filtered Perceptions, a podcast that unravels our complicated perceptions about success and achievement by sharing unfiltered stories of growth and grace. My name is Siobhan John, and join me as I go behind the scenes of our social media highlight reels to share honest and relatable truths about creating a life that feels great for you instead of one that looks great to others. Welcome back to this episode of Filtered Perceptions. I'm your host, Siobhan John, and today we are doing a solo episode. And today's episode is called The Unfiltered Truth of What Happens When You Monetize Your Joy. Now, this topic has been on my spirit for quite some time, but I got the extra push to sit down and record this after I read an article this month by... Uh, author Molly Conway, and the article was called The Modern Trap of Turning Hobbies into Hustles. Yes, just from the title alone, you know it was really, really good. And basically after reading this article, it made me reflect on my own experiences of falling into this trap. And more importantly, how can we start to release the pressure that we put on ourselves to monetize all of the things that bring us joy and also this trap that we put ourselves into of being busy all of the time so today's episode is devoted to unraveling the reasons why we feel obligated to monetize all of our passion projects and our hobbies and more importantly why we have permission to stop filling our lives with more things to do. So before we get started though, I want to share a little bit of my own experience with this and also a little disclaimer. Now this episode is by no means bashing side hustles. It's definitely far from it. Now if you've been listening throughout the season or if you followed my own journey, you know that I am very, very passionate, a very passionate advocate for individuals who have businesses along with a full-time job. This is a life that I personally lead at the moment and have for several years. I'm a big side hustle cheerleader. I believe they're amazing, not just for the purpose of bringing in extra income, which is typically the narrative of how side hustles are talked about, but they can help you launch new careers, help you to develop and leverage new skills, and really help to sometimes fill the gap of um, the ability to focus on things that we really love. But with all that being said, it doesn't mean that every moment of our lives have to be filled with our side hustles or that we have to monetize all the things that we do Um, Or also that it's easy. (laughs) Any person who is a side hustler will tell you that it is not easy to be able to juggle having a business or a monetized hobby in addition to having a full-time job and other obligations. And it really makes me think of this popular saying that goes, if you love what you do, or if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. 
Now, I would love to meet the person who wrote that because I can't relate. <laughs> and basically what that means is that, yes, you can love what you do. And there are so many things that I have in my life that I love. I love, love, love it. But the reality is, is that when you do love it, you'll probably work a lot harder on it <laughs> because you're more likely to put a lot more pressure on yourself. Um, you're more likely to probably put in a lot more hours on that thing that you love because time just evaporates and you're going to be somebody who's going to go above and beyond. So trust me when I say that you will put in work. So that's why it's so important to be mindful of not making every hobby or thing that we are good at and turning that thing into something more than it needs to be. Sometimes some the, some of the things that we have in our life that it's okay to just keep it just as it is. It doesn't have to have a purpose beyond just bringing you joy. Now, in my own life, I've had many, many, many different hobbies. I've played musical instruments. I've played sports. I've basically had lived <laughs> at my local arts and craft store, shout out to Michael's, buying all types of trinkets um, and supplies to, of things to do in my spare time. But the hobbies that really stand out in my mind are the ones that I loved at one time, but abandoned over the years because they strayed from their original intention. Now, sometimes all it takes is someone saying, hey, you're pretty good at this. Have you thought about selling this? Or how much do you charge to do this? Or where's your store? Where can I buy this? And you receive this question and it immediately makes you think, hmm, should I be selling this? Um, maybe I'm missing out on an opportunity. Uh, people really want this. Maybe I should think about making this into more. And before you know it, a simple hobby of making websites, which is something that I love to do and taught myself when I was 16 years old on how to make my first website, turned into a side hustle that I actually had for several years. And I also was very, very passionate about writing and it turned into a freelance writing gig for a little bit. I even had a side hustle making diaper cakes. Yes. Just taking a diaper cake to a baby shower somehow turned into me having a baby shower present side hustle for a minute. We'll not talk. Well, we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> that didn't last very long. But I think you're kind of seeing my point here. All of these hobbies suffered the same fate in some way. I no longer do them for profit. And my wake up call came when I recognized that I started to resent having to do some of these things for other people. And when it became difficult for me to even do it for myself, I had to just pause and say, hey, maybe this isn't what I want for myself. When I recognized and I was struggling to write my own blog post, even though I love writing and I'm very passionate about it, I realized that the joy that I once had in writing was starting to get swept away in the pressure that I was putting on myself after I started monetizing it. So after hearing that, can you relate? I bet I'm willing to bet that I'm not alone here, that maybe you have your own hobby or passion project that you kept to yourself for a little bit, and maybe it's turned into something more, and you're starting to think, hmm, is this the way that I want to keep it? So if you're kind of in that same boat, 
or even contemplating maybe taking something that you love and turning it to something more, today's podcast is for you, just to give you some things to consider and really to talk about how do we actually get to that point? You know, how do we go from having tons of hobbies and activities in our youth and all of a sudden we abandon those things and we turn to having tons of projects and side hustles as an adult? When did it become the norm to be hustling 24-7 for achievements and we've abandoned having just unstructured time and even sort of feeling guilty about having free time. Now, I don't have all the answers, but, you know, here are three different reasons why I think that we are sometimes quick to turn our hobbies into hustles. Now, reason number one is we live right now in an era of hustle. Now, if you do a quick Google search of how to monetize your hobby, you'll actually receive over 600,000 results on Google. So there is no shortage of articles, videos, podcasts, books, all types of information that will tell you how to turn your favorite hobby into income. And I get it. Sometimes we have to do this. Making extra money sometimes isn't just the bonus of monetizing a hobby. Sometimes it is a necessity. But I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time that you did something just for the sake of it? When there was no expectation to make money or to have a specific outcome. Sometimes living in this era of hustle, it forces us to constantly be making things happen. And as human beings, we're hardwired to make an impact. We're hardwired for connection. We want to have a. We want to have and feel a deep desire to know that the things that we're doing are leading to something bigger than ourselves. So if we're told that we're good at something, obviously, I guess the next logical step should be to use that gift, right? We don't want to die empty. We feel that it's our duty to use all of our gifts. And that's true, but not exactly in the way that we're always led to believe. And the reason why I think that is, is that I love side hustles. Like I've said, like, I think they're amazing. They help us in so many different ways, but we don't have to fill our lives with activities in order to prove that we are worthy, in order to prove that we're keeping up. Now, reason number two why I think that we kind of fall into this trap of turning our hobbies into hustles is that there is like a fear of being unproductive, or dare I say, being mediocre. Now, when is the last time that you actually took a break and didn't feel guilty about it? Think about it. We optimize our every aspect of our lives nowadays. We have apps, we have planners, we have wearable devices. I say this now with my Fitbit on right now at the moment. We have all these different things that can output everything that we do and tell us where we're wasting time, where we're not using enough time, how we can be more efficient. But in our desire to be productive, sometimes it masks something else. It masks the desire to be busy. The reality is, is that a lot of us don't want to admit that we are tired and we want to rest. 
But in the era of constant doing and working, we've become accustomed to being busy. And this has become our norm instead of the exception. Free time really is no longer free when you actually think about it. If it's filled with obligations and things that we've purposely put there in the fear of not being left behind. Think about that in your own life. Like, is the free time in your life actually really free? And reason number three is necessity. And this is what I mean by this. This is actually inspired from um, Molly Conway's article, who did a really great job of articulating this. And the reality is, is that for many of us, monetizing our hobbies is done out of necessity. And it's also easier for us to keep going and glorify the struggle of making things happen than to sit and risk feeling helpless. And the fact that we have to actually monetize our hobbies or to have multiple jobs or different side hustles to make ends meet. So this is a quote from uh, Molly Conway's article where she says, it's much easier and more socially acceptable to say that you're a hustler than to admit that you're struggling under the weight of several jobs or side gigs. That's pretty deep. And it's, it's very true. Like I definitely don't want to um, ignore the fact that, yeah, it's easy to say that, yes, we have to have more free time. But the reality is a lot of times for some people that free time has to be monetized in some way because it's out of necessity of making ends meet. And sometimes it's a lot easier to say that, hey, I'm just hustling, you know, because the alternative of actually saying, hey, I'm struggling isn't as sexy. And the reality is, is that sometimes we do have to acknowledge that um, some of us are privileged in the fact that we can actually take that time where others, it might be a little bit more challenging. So it's a little bit of food for thought. And I wish this podcast was full of all the answers of like what to do next. But I think the reason why I wanted to record this was more so to have an opportunity just to open the conversation and to hopefully help you sort of pause and reflect in the way that I have with my life of taking a quick audit of what are some of the things that you currently have on your plate and are all those things that are on your plate right now, do they all have to be there? Are they all bringing you joy? And if they're not, do you have to keep them? Is there a way for you to bring some time and space back into your life in a way that will allow you to still meet all of your obligations? Now, the reason why hobbies are often fun is because they are not like work. And they are things that our livelihoods don't depend on. They are enjoyable in their own right because they're not lucrative or they're not monetized. So when we do turn a hobby into hustle, it adds an extra layer of pressure. Now, if you're okay with this, by all means, go and make things happen, continue to do so. Um, Like I said before, I'm team side hustle. And if it makes sense for you and you can do it in a way where you still feel engaged and happy, make things happen. But if you're somebody who recognizes that, hey, 
maybe this isn't bringing me the type of happiness and joy that I desire in my life, it might be an opportunity to take a step back. But no matter what you decide to choose, remember that you have permission to do and have things in your life solely for the sake of your joy. Everything in your life doesn't have to be scheduled and have a purpose. It's okay to have things that you do just for the sake of it. You have permission to rest and don't fall into the trap of just doing things to prove your worth to others. Now, if today's conversation inspired you to reflect on your own life, it's time for my favorite part of the episode where I share three reflection questions to help you unravel your own beliefs on this topic. Now, all of these questions are also located in our show notes and on our website. But if you're listening right now, I encourage you to grab a pen and jot down the following three questions that were inspired by today's episode. Here we go with question number one. Have you ever monetized a hobby or passion project? If so, what was your motivation for doing so? And does this hobby still bring you joy or is there something about it that you wish that you can change? Question number two. When was the last time that you did something simply for the sake of it and not to achieve a result or an outcome? And our last question is, what do you wish that you had more time for in your life? Now, if you complete this exercise, I would love to know how it worked for you. So feel free to reach out to me at our Instagram account or on Twitter at Filtered Perceptions. And I would also really love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So feel free to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram or to just hit me up at filteredperceptions.co. Now we are in our home stretch of season one. We have only one more episode, well, two more episodes to go. We're ending the season at season episode 12. Um, So far, it's been such a joy to do our interviews with our guests, as well as these solo episodes. I definitely would love to do a lot more of these. Um, And if you have any topic requests or feedback, feel free to reach out at our website at filteredperceptions.co. Already working on season number two. And maybe some of your questions might make it into some of the future episodes, so you never know. Thanks again. And if you were inspired by today's conversation and feel called, um, I really appreciate if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe to not miss an episode. We'll see you again in two weeks. And thank you for listening.